0: We haven't played a game yet, but the word is already out that we've got some crazy passionate fans, and uh, we can't wait to start playing hockey in front of them. You
1: are Locked On Kraken. Your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Kraken. All right, Kraken fans, welcome to another episode of Locked on Kraken. I am your host, Erica Lindsay Ayala. As always, we want to thank you for making Locked on Kraken your first listen of the day, especially on a day that is International Podcast Day. We hope that you are locked on the entire Locked on NHL Network and the Locked on Podcast Network today of all days. So make sure you give some love to your favorite podcast. All right. I. As promised, I'm going to take you to part two, part two of our interview with Tara Black. But we're going to take you first to uh, the former Calgary Flames captain, Mark Giordano. Uh, he had a pretty good night for the Seattle Kraken as they get the 4-3 win over the Calgary Flames out in Calgary. And uh, Mark Giordano spoke to media prior to the game out in Calgary. So we're going to take you over there shortly. Then we'll have the conversation with Tara Black. It's going to be talking again about Willie O'Ree. And I'll give you a few things at the end uh, that if you want to talk about the sport and where hockey is regarding anti-racism, some resources that I highly, highly recommend. Then we are going to close out the show with a clip from Dave Haxtell. He talked after the win in Calgary, but I thought he said something really important about the loss to Edmonton that is really going to impact, I think, the rest of the preseason and training camp. And it's apropos to have for part two of the Tara Black conversation, because I think his assessment of those prospects in camp is definitely going to be a direct link to who we see in the AHL as a part of the Charlotte Checkers this year. So first, let's get you Mark Giordano.
0: I'm sure I'll hear a lot of a lot of chirps tonight and, and all that, but uh looks like they're just in a pretty good lineup. So it'll be it'll be a good game to get into. Yeah, don't see a lot of nine hundred some um, game veterans on the road in the preseason. Did yeah. you uh did you ask for this one? Yeah, no, I, I think just just our schedule like looking at it, we only have uh what do we have four games left, I think being a new team, we got to get we got to get familiar with each other and and play games. So, um it's actually to be honest on in preseason, it's actually better sometimes to play on the road. You play better lineups uh especially early in camp and uh looking forward to been kind of wrapping your head around the first game back in Calgary whenever that was going to be like what what are you imagining what what is it going to be like um i don't know tonight's going to be pretty pretty cool i think uh but but the regular season one i'm sure it'll be uh full building um just uh a lot of memories i i think uh it's going to be weird for sure tonight coming in here i'm 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 actually glad to get one uh, get one under my belt here early in uh my time in Seattle here and then uh you know the one in December will be special but uh it's going to be a big game for sure it's going to be a divisional game in December it's going to be a pretty big game uh but yeah just looking forward to to really playing the other night in front of the fans was cool man like we haven't played in front of fans in a long time and uh to, to get to Spokane and I'm looking forward to getting back here and playing in front of these guys again too schedule like while you're in here you got to get home cut the grass or anything you <laughs> sold the house like you, you do, yeah. is there anything to kind of clean up here in calgary yeah no just uh still have my place here uh uh have people in and out uh obviously keeping an eye on it taking care of it but uh no i i we 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 got in late last night from edmonton so uh just went to the hotel and uh pregame skate this morning
1: and so that was mark giordano talking about coming back to calgary And finishing off with uh, no, that he uh, has not made any plans to take care of his property out in Calgary. Uh, For his trouble, though, I'll tell you what, uh, Mark Giordano ends up with the first goal in the game against Calgary, goes five hole. And what I really liked about the breakdown, as I'll play that for you in a little bit, is that we're seeing so much chemistry already with uh, Eberly. Schwartz and McCann, uh, McCann as the centerman there. And uh, Giordano and Larson are the defensive pairing on that top line, at least in Calgary. Um, Planning to head to practice today, I know that uh, Coach Haxtell will probably say that he's still figuring out pairings and whatnot. And I think some of that is true, but I I really like what we're seeing uh, with what appears to be, and what will likely be the top line. Um, Schwartz had two goals, Eberly two assists, uh, just an aggressive forecheck overall. So before we get to the Tara Black part two, let me um, just show you the warm reception that Mark Giordano got after he scores against his former team. Pass, Schwartz at the line. And now Jared
0: McCann by Eberly. Here's Giordano. He scores! How about that? Mark Giordano goes five hole on Dan Pladar.
1: But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you this right here. So I paused the video. Look at this pass. If you look at the pass, Schwartz is going to pass it along the boards. Eberly is right over here, and he's going to let that pass trickle through. He's going to let it go through. So he's attracting these two defenders right here. You're going to see Gio come in and he's got the other Calgary defense trailing him. I just thought it was a really heads up play. So, all right, here we go. Let me play it for you. So, all right, we see Schwartz right there in the middle. Now he's got the three defenders here, He's coming in. And this pass from Schwartz goes through Eberly and Gio's right there. By Eberly. Here's Giordano. He scores. How about that? Mark Jordan. I just really like that play. I like that. Um Again, I think it speaks to the chemistry. All right. Let's go over to the rest of the interview with Tara Black. Again, we're going to talk about um, the legacy of Willie O'Ree and some of the experiences that Tara Black had. I told you, I'm definitely going to 80s night for the Charlotte Checkers if I'm in town for it, because that fanny pack sounds amazing. All right. Uh, Coming up next, the part two of our conversation with Tara Black, who is the COO of the Charlotte Checkers and the first woman to have her name on the Calder Cup and uh, the first woman to win most outstanding executive in the American Hockey League. And I know what it's like to be in North Carolina and have some of the great barbecue down there and just some of the staples, whether it's cookout or, I mean, fell in love with hush puppies going to school in North Carolina. (laughs) (laughs) You know, all of the things. But you mentioned that there is a culture of people coming to Checkers games from around the country to maybe get to see their team. And in the Seattle Kraken, if there are any Kraken fans in the, the Southeast, they can come to a charlotte checkers game and get to see some of the prospects but if they're in town for a hockey game they might as well stay for for something else tara what would be some of the things that you would highly recommend fans do when they're in the area
2: um well i'm an outdoor type of person so i would highly recommend the uh the white the u.s national whitewater center which is which is uh where you know it's a whitewater center so you can go rafting and and kayaking and there's ropes courses. It's just a really great way to spend some time outside in the beautiful North Carolina uh, uh, environment. I mean it's it's a beautiful state. We've got the, we've got the beach about three hours away. We've got the mountains about two. so whatever it is you're looking for there it's, it's basically in your backyard um you know obviously the 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 uh football team the nfl carolina panthers are here so i would recommend that i'm i'm a fan of of all of our sports teams here we all work together um to to do some pretty great things here so um obviously the hornets are here and the nascar hall of fame is here and that's pretty remarkable so
1: um yeah Well, you you mentioned outdoor sports. And although the vastness of the mountains may vary a little bit in North Carolina compared to the Pacific Northwest, I think some of those activities you can definitely enjoy in both places. So if people are coming from where I happen to be right now in Seattle, they can definitely enjoy some of that outdoorsy stuff, and you know, choose their own adventure food-wise. Like I said, hush puppies are my jam, but I pretty much only eat them when I'm in North Carolina.
2: <laughs> yeah, hush puppies are something um something to behold. Those are are they're so good. And I didn't, uh, you know, obviously I'm from the West Coast, so I didn't. I had never had one until we we uh, arrived here in, in Charlotte. So. Oh, my gosh, they are delicious. So I would highly recommend those. Yes, Southern food in general is just amazing.
1: Yes, indeed. Indeed it is. But, Tara, I teased this earlier, and I'm not going to let you off the hook without uh, at least me giving you a little bit of shine, or as we say, of course, in hockey, some stick taps. But uh, (laughs) I alluded that your father-in-law might want to update his hockey quiz because you – could be a part of those hockey quizzes as the first woman to have her name engraved on the Calder Cup, as well as the first woman to win the James C. Hardy Award given to an exemplary executive. And so when you hear those things, Tara, we've heard a little bit about your background. We've heard about the serendipitous opportunities, but also your willingness to take on challenges and learn something new. But those are two pretty big accomplishments um what would you say to having those on your resume and what it took to um to be able to be a woman leading as an executive in hockey yeah i mean
2: i think uh, you know and i those those two things are um things that i will um i'm very very proud of and not necessarily because they boil down to just me it's having my name on the cup is representative of the uh, of the army of people that uh that helped us get to that common goal of, of hoisting the calder cup that season right so um i think and similarly the it's the james c hendy award and um um i that that again is a testament to um everything that goes into making something happen and it's never done alone so um i i would love to just say oh yeah that was all me but it's that's that's just lunacy right it is it is my ability and i would take credit for this to assemble incredibly talented people that love to love to work but also love this game and are in it not necessarily because the of the millions and millions of dollars that you make right because um it's it's not that at all it's it's about the love of the game that you feel like you are not at work when you're participating in this industry um it's 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 just a, it's a great place to be i'm a i'm obviously incredibly biased about hockey because it's been all i've ever known and my entire career has been in this sport but it's a remarkable sport filled with remarkable people that that genuinely want to see people around you succeed so both of those things my name on the cup and the James C Handy award represent the Litany of people that have gotten us as the Charlotte Checkers where we are today. So those are uh, two really important things.
1: Yes. Well, congratulations and thank more success to come. And also thank you for correcting me on the name. Yes. It's sometimes hard to read my own handwriting, but yes, yeah. the James C Handy Award for Outstanding uh, Executive yes, yes. of the Year. Uh,
2: I'm, I'm the award's right on my wall right here. As is the Calder Cup is, is in our office as well. So. Again, it's a reminder of of so many awesome things that we all have done together. And and the Charlotte Checkers, in one way or another, are going to be in the history books, which is, is something that's super cool.
1: It's fall, baby, and while that means preseason for us in hockey, it also means that folks are turning their attention to football. And as always, BetOnline is your number one spot for pro and college football action this season. There's an updated website, an updated interface, which means even more odds, even more props, more contests, and BetOnline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football including that there is 100% sign-up bonus. If you sign up today using your laptop, your tablet, your smartphone, whatever you got, you can get a 100% bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up for the first time as long as you use our promo code NFL100. But don't worry, it's not just football, it's basketball, boxing, of course, hockey, and even your favorite Vegas casino games. So don't wait to take advantage of all of the amazing offers available in 2021. Bet Online is your fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports. Bet Online, your online sports book experts. And I also want to tell you on this fabulous Thursday about direct TV. This probably sounds familiar. You're trying to watch the cracking game on TV, or if you're like me and not in the network, usually you have to stream that while also trying to stream the WNBA playoffs Crazy, crazy WNBA playoffs! Check out my other show, Locked On W uh, Women's Basketball, for that. And then you're also trying to maybe do a bunch of other things while you're watching games. Well, Direct TV Stream is going to help you get your TV together. The great thing is also that there is no annual contract, so you can find all of your favorite shows, all of your favorite sports in one place and you won't need any other devices after this. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. Head over to directtv.com to find out more about DirecTV Stream. Now, let's get back to the episode. Now, We talked earlier that, and you mentioned briefly that you had some time with the San Diego goals of the ECHL. And for those who may not know the legendary Willie O'Ree, who will have his Jersey retired this season by the Boston Bruins, spent time with that organization. Can you talk about some of the stories of being able to honor and celebrate the first Black player to make the National Hockey League, and maybe even some of the interactions that you've had with Willie, who we know is so engaged in that San Diego community?
2: He, um, first of all, he's one of my favorite people in this business. He, you, you would never in a million years know when you have a conversation with him that he has the history that he does because he is that humble. He is funny. He's, he's just a, he's a remarkable human being from, from the moment you meet him until the, you know, he every experience you have is good when you, when you're around Willie really O'Ree. So he, um, he was in our offices all the time and I was there, um, for several years, so about five or six years when I was working in the front office and, um, he would pop in all the time. That's his home. He, um, he was good friends with everybody in the front office. He ended up showing up to, I think it was my 30, 30th or 32nd birthday, randomly. Like he came to the birthday party. <laughs> um, and you know, no one in, in, it, well, I in my right mind would have never expected Roy really O'Ree to do that. So he's just that kind of guy. Like he, he, um, he's got such a remarkable story to tell that everything he says, you're hanging on each word. Um, he's funny. He's got, I mean, talk about uh, stories of, of days gone by. I mean, that guy has all of them. <laughs> um, and more importantly, I mean, he was the head of the NHL Diversity Task Force for a very long time. And what he did for, for, Um, educating the universe on how important diversity was in our game is second to none and he will he's legendary for that he's legendary for his career in this sport he's legendary for his genuine love of this game and how well he treats everybody around him and honestly i have never heard him say one negative thing about anybody or anything ever that's that's just the type of guy he is
1: yeah. Wow. That's amazing. Imagine Willie O'Ree showing up and it sounds like you didn't know he was going to show up either.
2: No, I mean, I, he was, yeah, Brad Bellen, who was in our, in our office, is good friends with, with Willie O'Ree and, and basically told him that we were going to, we we're going to have some cake and he showed up for the cake.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh that's fantastic. Yeah. And, you know, always dressed to the nines with his hat. Uh, oh. I love it. I love it. He used to have a –
2: he used to wear a fanny pack, like, back in the day. Like, he used (laughs) to wear a fanny pack that he took so much grief from – Everybody that saw him with his fanny pack, like it was so funny, but he just didn't care. Which is why his fanny
1: pack. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious! Because you know the fanny pack was in for a moment there, and then yeah. it it died a, a a hard, painful death. Yeah, and I want to
2: say the fanny pack was a part of my my birthday party or something, and he put it on. I can't remember, but the fanny pack was legendary
1: oh for a very, very
2: small small oh, period Oh my goodness,
1: I love that story. And now look, the fanny packs are they're they're back in style. They're definitely- We're having an 80s night here,
2: and we are in the process of ordering Charlotte Checkers Fanny Pack. So. Oh,
1: okay. So, everyone fans, if you're going to make your way to a Charlotte Checkers game and you want to, you know, in a very remote, random, and not connected way at all, be like Willie O'Ree, make yes. sure you get tickets to the Fanny Pack, the 80s <laughs> exactly. night, and get your Fanny Pack. <laughs>
2: oh, gosh, Willie. Willie oh, O'Ree. good times. Good. Willie O'Ree. <laughs>
1: Such a great person. There are a lot of documentaries that have been made just chronicling his time, not only in hockey, but growing up. I know Bryant McBride has done such a fantastic job um, ushering in uh, this new generation of hockey players to make sure that they not only know about Willie O'Ree, but as the um, educational pieces go, are learning lessons from Willie. I certainly think we all can do that.
2: Yeah, and, and he's got a way about him that, like I said, makes you want to listen to every word that he says. So, um, yeah, there's no better amb- ambassador for our game than than him, in my very, very humble
1: opinion. Oh, absolutely. I, I've I've met Willie once or twice on the, on the west coast actually with the uh, black hockey history tour. Oh, and, cool. Yeah, it was so cool. Oh, um, that's and, awesome. you know, there is a this activation that they had outside of the truck to teach young people how to play uh you know, street hockey. And at one point in time, he took a face off now this is how old is willie now he's 80 something years old Yes,
2: in his 80s for sure yeah
1: you know 80 something years old uh for those who don't know he has lost vision in one of his eyes that was before uh if i if i understand correctly before he even made his nhl debut right Uh, so you know and he's still winning face-offs against people like, you know, 50 years younger than him.
2: He's a, he's a really good example of a, a body in motion, stage in motion, and mm-hmm. and the more um, social and, you know, sort of interaction and doing new things that you do, you sort of stave off the aging process, and I, I feel like Willie looks the same today as he did, and, you know, he's always looked young. He's looked young his entire career, and um, and so is his mindset, and uh, you just you kind of feel invigorated after you've been around him for a little while.
1: yeah, absolutely. I think it, it it's also telling that I mean if we, if we're being honest, he he got his fair share of hate and criticism just because of the color of his skin like there's no so getting around that. But even if you hear Willie talk about it, he doesn't stay stuck in that. Um, it's very rare that he even goes back to that even though we know of that history because i get the sense for willie everything is about building what you want instead of staying in what was and i love that i think it, it goes to what you were saying that he he just has never had anything negative to say um and i and i honor that i also think though that if, if for his sake and for those, the sake of other players, and also if we're, if we're being honest, women, non-binary people, um, uh, those with disabilities, we still need to find ways to lift up what we want. Um, and sometimes that means by addressing what we don't. So right. I, I think that Willie O'Ree, in so many ways, is such a great lesson to us all. Let's take a moment to tell you about one of our sponsors, rockauto.com. It is a family-owned business that has been serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years. Now, instead of having to go to a brick-and-mortar store, you get in your car that, for whatever reason, isn't working or looking the way you want. You get in that car, you think you're going to go to a brick-and-mortar store, and you're going to get exactly what you need, get it fixed, and be driving off all pretty but then you get there and you realize they don't have what you want, they don't have the specifications you need, and you're paying more than you ever thought you would. Not with rockauto.com. You can use your tablet, your smartphone, your laptop, and look at their online catalog. Specific for your make, specific for your model, specific for your style, and get everything that you need in just a few clicks. Why have to work with all of that hassle by going to store to store when you can just do everything online and guarantee that you get what you want and you get what you need? So, what we want you to do is head over to rockauto.com, use again your smartphone, your tablet, your laptop, whatever you got, and check out all of the parts that they have available for your car or truck so rockauto.com again is about amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need make sure when you head over to rockauto.com that you type locked on in there how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you so go ahead do it check out the amazing selection the reliably low prices all at rockauto.com
2: takeaway from willie is that we need more of him we just need more of him everywhere. We need more of him in our government. We need more of him in um, just in show business. We need, we need more Willies in the world. And, and if so, I think it would just be a, a much, much happier place.
1: Well, I will not disagree with that. More willies in the world indeed. Yeah. And Tara, hey, a few more yous, and I think we'll be all right too. Thank you so um, much for not only your time on Locked on Kraken, but also everything that you're doing, because listen, we we know that representation and visibility matters. And uh, whether you know it or not, you are inspiring other people, not just women and girls, but certainly other people to uh, take the opportunities that they're given and really run with uh the opportunity to learn something new so thank you so much
2: well thank you i appreciate you having me on here it's uh, it's been fun and i'm i'm looking forward to to hearing more as as the seattle market develops and such a great uh, so many things they're doing they're doing right out there so it's uh, it's good that you're doing this and, and I, I wish you the very best with your with your podcast
1: thank you thank you so much As always, I want to thank our guest, that being the COO of the Charlotte Checkers, Tara Black for today. We had a great win by the Seattle Kraken um, this evening. I talked a little bit about that line, broke down that geo play, but now I want you to hear from Dave Haxtell. We're going to do that shortly, but before we do that, I want to remind you of some of the resources that I think are key for you to be able to continue this conversation about anti-racism. Now, of course, there's a situation that happened in a hockey league in the Ukraine. The IHF has remained consistent with the ruling out in the Ukraine that we're really only talking about a three-game suspension. And you see that a lot of people truly are fed up about this. JT Brown tweeted about it. John Forslund tweeted about it. Allison Lucan Obviously, I'm following a lot of people from the Seattle Kraken beat to begin with. But I mentioned also that I do work with Black Girl Hockey Club as a volunteer, and this is a lot of what we're trying to do, is have conversations so that these things are really, truly unacceptable and are taken off the ice for good. We should not have players that come from, that are historically marginalized in our society and players that other people deem not worthy of the sport. We should not have them having to self-regulate and having to pull themselves out of the sport because they have to endure racism. We shouldn't have to do that, and yet here we are in 2021, at the tail end of 2021, and this is still what's happening. It's unacceptable. It truly is unacceptable. So stick taps to those who are making their voices heard, especially in allyship of Black players, of women, of disabled players, etc. And so I want to give a shout out again to Black Girl Hockey Club go check out Black Girl Hockey Club. And and again, there's a new book that is out. It's called Game Misconduct, Hockey's Toxic Culture and How to Fix It. Evan F. Moore and Jasvina Shah are the co-authors with the foreword by Renee Hess, who is the founder of Black Girl Hockey Club. I've also mentioned before, Bill Douglas and The Color of Hockey, that was an independent blog that is now on the NHL.com site. Every Monday, there's a new um, a new story for Color of Hockey. And, of course, Soul on Ice by Kwame Mason also first was independent just as a hockey-loving fan. And then now we see that the Soul on Ice podcast has been picked up by the National Hockey League. Now, what I will say is that there are a lot of independent people like myself that continue to do the work. And because we are not beholden to some of the rules and regulations of a governing body, um, I think it's important to hear what people outside of those entities are saying as well. So although I love the work of Kwame Mason and I love the work of Bill Douglas, I think also we have to continue to be critical of the National Hockey League, of the International Ice Hockey Federation, of the Premier Hockey Federation. We had the commissioner on tied to media here of the pwhpl the pwhpa excuse me the professional women's hockey players association and on and on usa hockey hockey canada because if we don't then we're going to see a situation like we did in the ukraine where a player who was being taunted with a very racially charged and racist uh gesture has to remove himself for his own safety nobody had his back and if anything, about hockey culture, isn't that what we're supposed to do? Isn't that what we're supposed to do, have each other's back? But as people of color, as women, a lot of times it doesn't feel that way. So let's get it together, hockey. I'm definitely going to continue talking about this. And no, not just in February. Forget that. All day, every day, there are Black people in this sport all day, every day. So we're going to talk about it here on Locked on Kraken all right, as promised, I wanna take you, I wanna get you to Dave Haxtel. I'm gonna um, share the screen here in a moment, and you're gonna hear from Dave Haxtel. I liked that um, while he could appreciate the win obviously in Calgary and in Spokane he really was still challenging all of his team but it sounded like especially some of those developmental players because it was a young roster a relatively inexperienced roster and he really wants them to step up i think that's as much as as much truth as is there i think it's also a directive And it's probably something that he said in the dressing room, in the locker room, to his team. So very curious to hear a little bit more about that as the training camp and preseason continue. So again, we're going to head over. We're going to take you to Dave Haxtell. Bring him up on the screen.
0: Well, comparing the three is, I don't know if I can go back that that, that far. (laughs) Um, You know, more similar lineup, obviously, to uh, to tonight as to, uh, to game one. But... You know, just in terms of, you know, evaluating the, uh, uh, you know, the, the competitive uh, areas of the game. You know, and last night's game, I mean, we, we knew we were outmatched uh, and, and had, you know, a, a couple of tough, you know, matchups along the way um, you know, throughout that game. Um, but that also provides you an opportunity when you have that matchup uh, to make an impression and to go out and compete. And, I thought we, you know, we came up a little bit short there. Uh, last night in terms of those individual competitive areas
1: so again that's dave Haxtel gets see you later dave that's dave Haxtel. i i I like that i think that's especially it's a, a six nothing game right there's there's a lot that can be improved um that being said i think that there were a few prospects that really stood out so we're gonna try and get to morning skate uh today And of course, uh, throughout the next two days of game days, uh, or I should say practice today and then morning skate for Friday and set But for now, that will do. Uh, For Friday, we're going to get ourselves ready for another game. It will be the first... Kraken game that I will be attending live as it will be much closer to my digs out here in Seattle that's going to be in Everett and then the Seattle Kraken will wrap up their home games as far as the preseason in Kent the very next day so that's Friday and Saturday I'm going to be in Seattle for a little longer so we'll probably have some stuff coming from morning skates and practice etc but for now this is your host of Locked on Kraken, Erica Lindsay Ayala, first thanking you for making Locked on Kraken one of your first listens of the day with, I'm sure, a lot of other podcasts around Locked on NHL and the Locked on Podcast Network. Happy International Podcast Day to all of those covering the Kraken Beat. I know we have a few other podcasts that have popped up. I haven't listened to all of them yet, but I look forward to having some of you, hopefully, on the Locked on Kraken podcast. But a special stick tap, of course, to Sound of Hockey. They just celebrated their three-year anniversary. I actually got some audio from Andy and Darren. It was just super loud, and the Kraken had just gone on the ice, so we're going to have to see what we can make work. But I didn't forget, forget about your fellas thank you for all that you've done to really create a community around nhl hockey especially in seattle and uh yeah that's all we got for today i'll catch you tomorrow thanks again for listening to locked on Kraken and making us your first listen of the day bye Betting on the National Hockey League doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to our new podcast, Locked on Bets, it's hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. You get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and, of course, Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow Locked on Bets, brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get podcasts. And, again, happy International Podcast Day.